Welcome to Low Key Though, Mini Sold. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for spending time with me. Thank you for liking, commenting, sharing, subscribing, engaging, all the things that you guys do on a daily and weekly basis. I'm going to be honest, I'm about to jump right on in. Um, this mini-sode was not planned. Um, it was brought on because there is a need right now for a mini-sode. Let's talk about Debate Night. Debate Before we talk about that, you know, I always have to bring a beverage of choice. Um, and for this episode, it's a shot. Bottoms up. We need shots right now. Like, after that debacle... All right, I'm gonna just start from the top. So, if you ask me, Kiki, what did you do last night or Tuesday, September 29th? Like, what did you do that night? And I told you, I watched two old, grumpy white men argue for an hour and a half. You'd be looking at me like I'm crazy. But if I told you, I watched the presidential debate, you'd be like, okay, sophisticated. I'll, I'll feel you. But what if I told you they were one in the same? So it's only one way to describe that debate and pardon my French, but it was a complete and utter shit show. <gasps> there is literally no other way to describe it. Um, it, it was a Charlie Fox try. It, it, it was just, it was the worst debate I have ever seen in my life. Um, and I want to talk about it. I'm going to talk to you guys and, and you'll see me referencing my notes because I literally have things written down because I just, I didn't want to get in front of the camera or on the podcast and just starts rambling because that is what I could do. Um, I literally for 90 minutes um, could ramble just like they did last night. Um, so to be clear, I am not a Donald Trump supporter in any way, shape or form. I do not like the guy. I think he is a horrible human being and I think he is an even worse president. I just want to make sure that that's out there in case anyone was questioning how I feel about Donald Trump. How I feel about Joe Biden. He is all we got right now. He was not my first, second, or third choice in the primaries, um, or fourth, but he is um, our presidential candidate. Um, and by our, I mean um, liberal-leaning individuals. I don't consider myself a Democrat um, or a Republican. I consider myself more of an independent um, liberal independence if there's uh, such a thing but um i vote my conscience and i vote the things that are important to me and those things tend to be a bit more liberal so 
to define a winner or and a loser last night, I would say that the biggest loser was Donald Trump and the Republican Party that still supports him. Now, I have Republican friends that do not support Donald Trump. They do not, they are not Trumpers. I feel like there's a difference between a Republican and a Trumper. Um, and so I have friends that are Republicans, but they're not Trumpers. And um, they do not support Donald Trump and they too feel like he lost and the Republican Party lost last night. However, I don't think that the Democrats were complete winners last night either, um, or those who support Joe Biden. I think America lost last night. Don't, I don't think there was a winner. Um, I'll tell you who the winner was. Uh, roughly 65 million people tuned in. Ratings weren't that great in the grand scheme of things when you think about there's 300 million people in our country. Um, but the TV stations are the winners because they got us to tune in. Um, to see two old white men fight for 90 minutes. Um, so I'll talk about some of my favorite, or should I say least favorite moments last night. Some of them were actually funny and kind of my favorite, but um, the reality is I don't have any, I didn't take away much from last night's debate in terms of policy and politics. Um, again, two old white men fighting. So the first, one of my favorites was, will you shut up, man? Left, will you who shut up, on, man? Listen, who is on your list? That was Joe Biden. He was sick and tired of Trump cutting him off and not allowing him to talk and not allowing Chris Wallace to talk. He was pissed and it is the funniest thing because Joe Biden already gives me, everybody was talking about how Bernie Sanders was an angry old white man. Joe Biden is most assuredly an angry old white man too. He's also the same person who told Trump he would take him out back and lay hands on him. So Joe Biden, like, he'd be a little mad. So, um, yeah, that was funny to me. The will you shut up man kind of sent me that. That was funny. Like, Trump just wouldn't stop talking. I mean, ultimately, that's the truth. Um, my second uh, favorite or not so favorite moment was when Trump said, uh, did you use the word smart? You either graduated the lowest or almost lowest in your class. Don't ever use this, the word smart with me, Joe. Did you use the word smart? Uh, so you said you went to Delaware State, but you forgot the name of your college. You didn't <laughs> go to so. Delaware State. You graduated either the lowest or almost the lowest in your class. Don't ever use the word smart with me. Um, Donald Trump has no clue where Joe Biden graduated in his class. Um, he also talked about, like, Joe Biden not knowing what the name of his college was. Like, he was just kind of all over the place, but I thought that was funny. Like, he was very serious. His face was very serious. His tone was very serious. He almost sounded like he was talking to his child. Um, and we all know Donald Trump is not that smart. So I just thought it was very funny. I do personally think that Joe Biden is probably smarter than Donald Trump, and he's certainly more um, politically savvy than Donald Trump. Um, Donald Trump just knows how to play the racism, which is the fabric of America. So that's why he's the president. Um, the third moment was, um, when, inshallah. So Joe Biden responded to Donald Trump saying that he would release his taxes by saying when, inshallah. 
Um, and so if you're not familiar with the term inshallah, um, that is a Islamic term that they use basically, it, it, I think it directly translates as God willing or God's will or um, in God's will, something to that effect. But it, in a slang, um, Muslim people use it as a form of slang to basically say not happening ever. No, Mr. President, I'm asking you a question. Will you tell us how much you paid in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017? Millions of dollars. You paid millions of dollars? Millions in, of dollars. So yes. not 700 Millions of dollars. And you'll get to see I, it. I, and you'll get to when? see it. But let and me Shalom. just tell you. Um, and so, first of all, I love that Joe took an opportunity to, like, use some jargon um, that relates to um, Muslim and Islamic people because we know that Donald Trump has done everything in his power to marginalize those people um, and make them feel like less than citizens of America. So I love that. I think that was like a point for Joe, for me, and probably a lot of the Arabic Islamic Muslim community. Um, but I thought that that was very funny. And like, why is Joe Biden using that word? Um, not that he can't, but I, I didn't expect it, and I'm pretty sure most people didn't expect it. I don't even know if everyone caught it, um, but I just thought that was very entertaining, and I thought it was kind of dope, too. Like, it's almost like if Joe Biden would have used, like, some type of slang word, like, low-key, though, or something to that effect. Um, and the most devastating moment, probably, of the entire night um, was the quote, um, proud boys stand back and stand by. So Trump was asked if he would condemn white supremacy. Um, and he said, sure. Who do you want me to condemn? What, what group would you like me to condemn? And then he said, our proud boys stand back and stand by. Um, and I thought that that was alarming for one, like my eyes got this big. Um, and I was thinking to myself, like, did he just, like, kind of dog whistle almost? Like, of course he did. He's Donald Trump. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of, that was a little bit scary to me because as the president of the United States, you're basically telling a, if you, if, I'm sorry, if you're not familiar with who the Proud Boys are, they are a self-proclaimed alt-right they don't con they don't call themselves racist. They don't call themselves um, a hate group or anything like that. But that's exactly what they are. Um, they have on more than one occasion been filmed um, being violent towards people, protesters, things like that. So they are not the best group of people in the world. And yet Donald Trump basically shouted them out. And they said that um, there were many. There was like an uprising on social media of the Proud Boys saying that, you know, they appreciated the shout out um, and that they were standing by. That's the part that they cl were clinging on to. Um, and so I think that that's alarming. Um, they also said in, um, today on social media and in some, some of them have done interviews, um, their, their leader, Joe, one of their leaders, Joe something or another, Biggs Riggs, something to that effect, he did an interview um, today where he said that they have gotten several new recruits um, and so that is very like it's just alarming and disheartening and it's terrible 
Um, I would like to say that my cousin, I'm not going to say his name because he's in the military and he is currently um, on a foreign duty station. But I thought it was very um, interesting that he, that the commander in chief used the term stand by and stand, or stand, stand back and stand by. Um, because, and my cousin um, uh, put this on social media today and said, military jargon, stand by means don't leave, but wait until we get back to you with directions or assistance. Um, so it's basically saying that's not condemning. That's telling them, hold what you got, right? That's another kind of military slang. Like it's just basically telling them to hang back for a bit and I'll be back with you when I need you. Cause he did also say after saying stand back and stand by, he said, um, somebody, uh, proud boy stand back and stand by, but I'll tell you what, somebody's got to do something with Antifa and the left. Um, he didn't say like radical left or anything like that, like just the left and left tends to refer to Democrats. Um, so it's just scary. Like that whole thing was just, it, it's been the, a huge talk of social media today um, and the news. I've been watching the news all day, which I tend to do after debates. Um, I also watch Fox News and I, I read Fox News because I want to see what, like why and how people are actually believing the things that um, Donald Trump is saying and it is very, it's such a contrast um, when you watch, um, you know, stations like MSNBC or CNN, and then you turn around and watch Fox News. Um, it's almost like two different worlds. Like, you literally will be, they'll, will be talk, both talking about a white piece of paper, um, and one group is saying something about this white piece of paper and another group is saying something about this white piece of paper and yet they're looking at the same paper and it's like, how the hell do y'all see this so differently? So, um, I don't know. It's just wild out here, but yeah. So that's kind of my recap of the, um, debate night in America. I would say some of my takeaways were that, um, Trump doesn't really have any solid plans. Um, I won't say that's a takeaway because I've actually been living in America for the last three and a half years, so I already know that. But just to hear like him be asked questions and the way he just dances around things. And I was watching it, and Willie and I were laying in bed watching it, and she was like, if you weren't actually listening to the words he's saying, you would probably believe him because he can go on and on and on about nothing. So... um it's literally like he's just talking and talking and talking for like five minutes and he wasn't saying anything of substance. So um, it's just interesting. But, you know, Trump doesn't have any plans and he's got to condemn white supremacy. He has to be very fervent. He has to be very specific um, about it in order to, I think, keep some of the voters that he had. Um, in the past, a lot of people have gone through an awakening where they're feeling very different about racism in America. And he's got to address that and he's got to address it fast or I think he's going to lose some of his, not the core base because they are who they are, but some of those people who vote Republican just because that's just what they do and those are the ideals that they agree with, but they don't necessarily love Trump. So it wouldn't hurt them to to vote for someone more moderate like Joe Biden. Um, 
For Biden, um, he's got an answer about packing the court. Um, that's important to a lot of people. Um, whether you want him to pack the court or you don't, um, you want to know what his thoughts are and what he's thinking. Um, and I think he's got to answer that question. He's got to be honest about that and at some point in the next couple of debates or before election um, day. And Kamala Harris was on CNN after the debate last night, and she also wouldn't answer the question. So um, it's leaving people with some bad taste in their mouth or some confusion. And it's never good going to into an election confused because sometimes you just vote for what you already know. Um, so, and that's important to people. They want to know whether he's going to add some additional seats to the Supreme Court or not, um, or if he's going to try to go that route. They want to know, and I want to know. I'm a voter, um, and I do want to know. It's not going to keep me from voting from for Joe Biden or voting against Donald Trump, however you want to look at it, but um, I do want to know. I want to know what, what his thoughts are on that. Um, so, I just wanted to drop a mini so. Um, just to kind of recap de debate night in America, um, I was uh, embarrassed, like, dang, the whole world can see this, y'all, pull your skirts down. Um, but, I mean, this is where we are as a country, unfortunately. Um, I do want to say this episode is, is has dropped or is dropping. If you're listening to it, it's already dropped. Um, but there's a contest going on until Sunday, the... 4th of October um, on the low key low page DM me the answer to the following three questions and you'll be entered into a drawing for a t-shirt and a Walmart or Target gift card your choice um, the three questions are what HBCUs have been spotlighted on low key though so far what does my therapist ask me in every session and what was my beverage on episode three so if you can answer those three questions then um, DM me the answers and you'll be entered into the contest. Got a couple people already DM me those answers. Um, and so they have an opportunity to win that t-shirt or that, um, and that gift card is a twofer. So, um, yeah, hit me up, DM me, let me know the answer. Also, um, don't forget you can ask Kiki, send in any questions you might have. Um, and of course, follow me like share comment subscribe um also on all social media low-key though except for instagram low-key though podcast uh yeah i think i've done everything i'm supposed to do before i get off oh shout out to my producer and the meetup media group they should be popping up right now um so that you can uh you know if you need some media content whatever uh she will take care of you so i was trying to keep this under 20 minutes i'm at 18 minutes and some change so I'm going to wrap it up right now. Have a great night, y'all. Stay safe. Um, you know, of course, as always, take care of your family. Take care of yourself. Love on your family. But most importantly, love on yourself. Peace.